Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I'm Dr. Missy Hood. Hi, guys. Welcome to the 15-Minute Rev. I hope you guys had a great weekend. And as we jump into this week, things are getting stormy. Stormy. How's your region doing today? And how are you feeling today? How's your environment today? And actually, if you're obedient, uh, you're it's it's kind of different for you guys. Hey, James. Hi, BP. Hi, Rita. Cynthia. It's good to see everybody. Hi, Facebook. How are you doing? YouTube. Anyway, things are getting stormy. Um, but for the obedient, I told you this was going to go as smooth as butter for you. And so before we get into that, I want to preface this message with this video clip. It's called The Chosen. And by the way, um, hey, Alex, what's going on, man? Weather is strange. And not just strange, the spiritual atmosphere is strange. And we'll be talking about that here in a second, too. But I told you I'd be showing you some movie clips. I showed you The Shift. I have shown you Memphis Bell, uh, Patton, several things. And I want to go back and I want to show you God's Chosen, the Chosen clip. It's from Angel Productions. But The Shift is going to be coming out in January. January 2024, so mark your calendars for that. That's absolutely where the body of Christ is at right now. It's absolutely where the body of Christ is at. And so you want to mark your calendars for that because it's talking about how the enemy can change your reality by what you choose to do or not do. So obedience is everything in this hour. Obedience is everything. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to come back to you in a second, and I want you to enjoy The Chosen. I'll be right back. Abraham. Take now your son, and go to the land of Moriah, and there offer him. The Lord came to me last night. I must go to Moriah, and make a sacrifice to him there. Isaac and I will go alone. Why, Isaac? Because the Lord commands it. Make sure no harm comes to our son. Lord is a dangerous place, Abraham. The Lord has set us on this path. He will guide us. This road belongs to Abimelech, king of Pelisath. I know who owns this road. I have given your king plenty of tributes. What is your name, old man? Abraham. Why go all this way? Go through all this effort? He has us do this in remembrance. That death is the penalty for sin. You believe that? It's impossible. Is anything too difficult for the Lord? What's your purpose in this? If this is your judgment on me, take my life, not his. Everyone's blind until their eyes are opened. The Lord chose that man out from the wicked, that hope may endure. Take me! All right. Do you like that? Isn't that just appropriate for where we're standing right now? It's actually out right now. You want to go check it out? I actually saw it when I was down in Houston about three weeks ago. And wow, 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 wow. And it's absolutely, absolutely, uh, 
prevalent for where we're walking, uh, some of you, as the body of Christ right now, because it gives actual, uh, it's accurate depictions for uh, continuity. If you've ever seen the film industry and whatnot about making sure that they're consistent with how they costume people and making sure it's it's consistent with the times and whatnot. But that was actually done on a shoestring budget. The I believe the gentleman, the producer of it was an ex-military uh, guy who went back to school in film and he produced this per the Lord's leading. And so it, it just did a phenomenal job. But I loved it so much because of the emotional content in it and how it depicted two uh, scenarios that Abraham and Sarah walked through. Do you not feel like you're in a test right now? Do you not feel like you you are being pushed to the nth degree right now within your emotional capacity and your faith capacity? Because that's what that movie's about. And so that's one place that God is testing us right now within the body. The other one is teaching us how to recognize when we're being duped by the enemy and choosing a false reality. So we're going to be getting into both those topics. But for right now, we're going to get into this topic for the 15 minute rev and um, happy Tuesday. Glad you're with me today. It's always good to see you guys. The topic for today's message is called the chosen obedience for safety and back home to love and power. Back home to love and power. And so God's bringing us back home. And, and we've talked about this for a matter of months now. And it's been a bear. It's It's been a bear of a test trying to get back up into this place. But you're going to love where this conversation takes me and takes you. Because um, it takes me. Yeah, I act like I'm the only one in the conversation, right? But yeah, you're going to love where it takes you. Because I wasn't expecting it to go here. Not at all. Um, as a matter of fact, I didn't really know what God was trying to get at when we first started. And I thought, Lord, this isn't making any sense. And he said, just follow me. I tell you that every time, Missy, and it always comes out the way I choose. I thought, you're right. I'm sorry, Lord, you're right. So where are we at as the body of Christ? Um, because right now it's kind of weird. Things are kind of weird. Do you feel like you're in a weird place? Weird spiritual place? How many people feel like that? <laughs> it's kind of weird. So it is kind of weird, right? It's kind of weird. Uh-huh. So that's an indicator indicator that you are in transition you're in transition you're in the the tunnel of transition if you will and you're stepping about to step into c2 it's the 25th of april now i told you c2 starts april 30th officially it kicks off april 30th and will last until september 15th so if that's you um and things are, even though they're weird, they're not pressuresome yet, that's a good indicator for you. That's a pretty good indicator that you're in the obedient group that I was talking about. And, and it's a pretty good indicator that probably things are going to go as smooth as butter for you right now. They're going to go as smooth as butter. Um, if things are pressuresome around you, that's a pretty good indicator you're in the disobedient group. And I don't mean that in a mocking way or disrespectful way. I'm just trying to help you differentiate where you're at. But where are we at? Because I find the body of Christ is finding themselves in the most peculiar place because of three-fourths of the body um, having not chosen to cross to the other side. And we talked about this on Friday, about how we're standing on a Jordan, the banks of the Jordan, and God put us in this trust test. And he asked the four people groups, which 
Dibby down to two. Um, what are you going to cross over with me? Are you going to follow me? And we had three people groups say no, no. And with one of the three saying, I'm going to do it my way. And I'm going to take this weird apparatus and all my gunk with me in this new place. And God's like, no, you can't take anybody but you. And then he said, so no, I can't use you either. So he looked for the people group that he could use. And he found the small people group that said, we'll go with you. We'll go with you. We'll go no matter where it takes us. We'll go with you in the stress test and no matter where it takes us. And so we're going into a place that we've never been before. Um, And now we've got everybody kind of questioning everything because of the lack of prophetic words coming to pass. Hello, that's a witchcraft attack. Um, And we didn't see a lot of the prophet's words and things that we thought would come to pass that should have come to pass. And then we're learning that people were lacking firepower. People's prayers were not getting answered to combat the occult witchcraft that were stopping the true prophet's decrees, the true intercessor's prayers. So now we're starting to see prayers being released and prophetic words being released and they're coming to pass. Thank God. So that's getting the occult on edge now. So they're like, who is this people group? Who is this group that's able to combat us? We thought we had it all cinched up in the bag. Hey, Karen Boleyn. It's good to see you, girl. It's a blessing to see you. But the enemy saying that they thought they had it all cinched up. They thought they had this all figured out, but see, so it's a battle over time. But God says time is mine. Okay, so for those of you leaders who have opted for the, uh, what do you say, the um, the end times ideology, God's saying, hold up on that a little bit. It's not quite that time. Lord says, time is mine. But yes, you are in a battle over time. Psalms 31, 15, God holds our times in his hands. And so, yes, it, the time is late, but it's not quite that late yet. Okay, so... We haven't even had the, the, the latter glory come down. We're just now entering into that. And the last glory lasted for almost 70 years. Have y'all considered that? Just want to throw that out there as a preface. But we're in a peculiar place. And so we're standing in the weirdest place of the spirit within transition that I've ever sensed in my lifetime. And I believe we're in a battle between good and evil with regard over whose kingdom will be coming through time. And so we see three-fourths of the body helping the devil construct his kingdom because they've gotten caught up in a demonic mindset of witchcraft while having leaders vie for the right to go to hell by demanding to stay underneath the apparatus of religion built by the devil, which has driven the true believers out of the church. But it's also preserved them preserve the true believers and God let it happen and I'm grateful for it but what's happening now God's bringing his people back home and he's trying to find out who is who in the body of Christ he's trying to test hearts to see who was true from the start and God's like I'm going to put you through some pressure some situations and I'm going to see how you react do you react to pressure or do you respond that's the truest part of a heart to find out whose kingdom they serve is to find out how they respond. Do they react in their flesh or do they respond in love? And so here we are. We're sitting in a three-week stormy season with storms manifesting in the natural and by the Spirit. Is that happening around you? It's happening here. It's happening here. It's coming to pass. As the body 
enters into contraction point two. So we got a lot of different things happening right now. A lot of different uh, things to pay attention to. So you don't want to put too many voices into there because you're going to get confused. Um, you, you want to find a truther in this hour and follow a truther. I don't care if you don't like their personality. Follow the truthers. It's the truthers that are going to help you through into the new. And I'm not patting myself on the back. I don't care. If it's not me, that's fine. If it is, great. But contraction point two, as we so lovingly refer to it, a.k.a. known as chamber two of God's heart, is the place of storminess. Okay. So we know we're entering into that place. If he tells us the next three weeks, it's going to get kind of stormy. By the way, it's going to stay that way until the ninth of all. Because you're going to learn how to fight strange fire. Woo! Right on. Favorite thing to do. Oof. But you're going to be doing okay if you've been obedient. Because it's, it's going to be easier for you because you've gotten deliverance, right? Hopefully, you've gotten deliverance. So you're able to discern uh, the truth from a lie. And you're able to kick some things down and cast some things down. That's the best part of this conversation. So what is contraction point two then? What is it going to do for you? It's, it's a chamber of fire. We begin to enter the dark season of refinement to where we can either attain the mind of Christ or we can stay in the flesh. That's what helps God to see what you're thinking, how you think about things, which kingdom do you think about the most. And, and it occurs by God allowing witchcraft, a.k.a. strange fire, to come near us or at us in our minds, wills, and emotions to see what triggers we still need to be delivered from, which either keep us earthbound or allow us to move up into higher things of the Spirit. Okay, so you understand that after the ninth of Av, that's the crossover place. The ninth of Av is the eye of God. It's the inspection place. And it's the hardest place of the year. Matter of fact, it's the hardest day for intercessors of the year and front runners because there's so much pressure to get through that place. And you have to be invited to go higher by God himself. You don't, get, you don't just get to choose to go yourself. It's a place where you have to be invited to go up into the higher things of the spirit. And so if you have been obedient in prior seasons and you've done the prior things God asked you to do, remember... To me, this is how this is, is kind of set up through the kingdom of God is from January through April 30th, it's all a testing. We're always in testing until you hit your promised land. And once you get into your promised land, then you have to have the tools hopefully in place in order to maintain. But from January 1 through April 30th, those are all stair-step places that you have to obey each month through each of the 12 tribes of Israel <clears throat> in order to go into the second set of the 12 tribes of Israel or the second set of God's characteristics of his heart if you want to go higher. And so, hence, we have a fourth of the body crossing over into the promised land blessings where we're fighting over time to maintain God's time or God's reality or kingdom. And then we have the enemy through the occult coming in, trying to force you 
to accept his reality or his kingdom. How does that happen? <clears throat> this is kind of a in-depth conversation that I usually only have with our teams, but I feel like it's imperative for the body to understand what's coming at you. And because there are so many things that the enemy put into place the last 60 years that you're unaware of. Um, and I was talking a little bit about it because the Lord was showing me a little bit about it yesterday about frequencies and why the enemy put cell phone towers into place and uh, the megahertz frequencies. And he's getting into uh, the science aspect. You know, the occult gets into the science and they they get into witchcraft and they combine the two to control you. Right. You understand that? That's why they develop TVs and microwaves and gosh, cell phone towers, Pandora, things like that. It's all broadcasted. Now, be careful what you're listening to and put your eyes upon because there are spells attached to it. You understand that? So if you're connected to the wrong frequency, hello, that's what 45 tried to get taken down. And he did, by the way, he got it all taken down to get us off this witchcraft frequency. So the masses weren't controlled by all this garbage. So this is the new level of warfare we're now having to contend with. And you're having to understand which part of kingdom you're building or allowing to be built within you because the enemy has now entered into the church. You're, you're aware of that, right? People are not the same that they used to be. And, and I've watched, you know, it's, it was funny. I was watching a, a pastor, a well-known pastor online. And, and I, don't, I don't like listening to negative things about leaders. I just don't. I think it's unhealthy and I think it's not godly. Um, but in this hour, God stopped me yesterday for the first time. And he said, no, watch that. I want you to watch this to see how far away from truth the church has gotten. And so I made myself watch it and I cringed because I thought, God, this is just, ugh, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And, and then I heard this pastor say some things about the church and about truth and about uh, sinners and, you know, different things that weren't conducted with the Bible. And I thought, what in the world? And I started seeing what God was trying to point out to me. I was like, golly, we really are living in a time. And I see how the church, how it happened. It happened so slowly because of people not wanting to offend people in the, in the cancel culture and all this other stuff that was going on around us, the woke culture and not, you know, they don't allow you to speak the truth because it offends them. Why does that surprise us? Because nobody wants to hear the truth because that would hold somebody accountable, right? That's the objective of Satanists and witches to keep you out of all truth. So they can dupe you with a lie if you're a Christian to kill you. Just speaking the truth. Just speaking the truth. So where are we at? We're in a fight over time with whose kingdom is going to come to pass. The Lord's or the devil's. And you got to know what's, what's, what's residing in you. Whose camp are you fighting for? So for the sheep... And the fake sheep. Um, this is the disobedient we're going to address first. It's the fake sheep. This is why what you should be experienced, which would prove to you where you're at in the season. This is what you should be experiencing, by the way. Um, if you're experiencing pressure again, chances are you were the one who demanded to stay the same and you set your heart and mind in the place to disobey the Lord. And not to step into this trust test. So you're entering C2 with mega pressure in God's attempt at helping you get free. To come up into higher levels of love if you so choose. 
But if you choose not to, then you get to answer to him for what you've chosen not to do. For the obedient, the true sheep. You have submitted to the process. There might be a little bit of pressure. But mainly, you should be experiencing the weirdness of the transition you're moving through out of the old and into the new. Lord saying, don't get fearful because God has your footsteps ordered. If you've been praying that as well, Psalms 37, 23. And the Lord's saying, I know you're tired, but I also know what you desired, which was to come up higher into me, into love and safety. And so God is honoring your heart's desire because you chose to honor him. You were like, Lord, I don't know where this has taken me, but I trust you. And I, you've been always been good to me. So I'm going all the way through. I don't know where this is taking me, but I'm, I'm willing to follow you there. And so this trust test for you has now turned into a test of travailing. How many feel like you've been wailing and travailing over your promises? Woohoo! Yeah, wondering when it's going to come to pass, Lord. And it is. It's going to come to pass. To where many are at the place of saying, Lord, I, I don't know if I can do this any longer. How many of you found yourself saying that? I don't know if I can do this any longer. While God is saying, good, good. Because that's where I've taken over and I'm literally leading your heart and footsteps across your Jordan. Because you chose to trust me. Psalms 37, 23. You know, when you think about this too, when you ask God to order your footsteps and you don't know where he's taking you, that's a pretty good indicator you trust him already. Is that would not, not make sense? Think about that. God, order my footsteps, order my thinking, order this, order my finances, order this, you know, order that. I don't know what you're asking him to order, but that's trusting. That's very trusting because I don't know where he's going to order me into. I'm just trusting him to get me across. But that already showed him when you prayed that, if you trusted him enough to pray the unknown, he's like, yep, they're my own. (laughs) They're my own. So those are the first two people groups. The third people group is for the nation. And this is actually the nation is all encompassing of all people groups right now as a collective whole. But I've been actually seeking the Lord about where our nation is heading and We're moving into a place, actually, we've never been before. And it's not a negative place. It's just we're at a place where we've got a new system about to come up and an old system crashing. And so the Lord gave me the analogy uh, of two planes. We've got one plane getting ready to crash while another's getting ready to take off, a.k.a. our economy. Being honest. So there you go. Um, But there's nothing to fear. There's no fear in love. I would suggest you maybe keeping some extra cash and food and water on hand in this transitional place. Um, And for believers, God is saying this to you. Hold on one second. Lost my mouse. There it is. He's saying this to you. But the Lord has said, that not one hair on your head will be harmed. Okay. 
And no, you're not going to go without. So don't get all freaked out about that. A lot of people are worried like, oh my God, chicken little. No, you're not going to go without. Has he ever not shown up in your past? And by the way, if you're trusting him to lead you into this new place by, Lord, order my footsteps, don't you think he's, he's already got some things in place to make sure that you're well secured and hidden and taken care of? So obedience and honor are the key words for this hour. And even when he told me to get extra food, I obeyed. I did that. I did that over two years ago. So make sure you're seeking with what you need to do. Um, but things are heating up in the natural and by the spirit between the two sides. I've told them the white hats and the black hats. And I also believe it's going to expand into some false flags. So with more shootings, et cetera, et cetera, which is why God is telling his people to stay close to home. Have you felt led to stay close to home in the last two weeks? That would be me. Me. Maybe you too. So, yeah, and so he's been telling me that, and I'm not sure why, but it, it went so far um, as to, like, two nights ago, I went out to get, I go get tea late at night because I like iced tea, and I just felt like I needed to get it and get back home, and he told me that. He said, I just had the strong urgency to get back home, and so I obeyed. I got my tea, and I went straight back home, and I just have this funny sense that many around me are sensing the same thing. But if that's you, you need to obey in this season, especially because of the false flags and because of all the craziness, because they're desperate. I don't know if you know this or not. And it seems strange for me to say this on a podcast, um, but I really cannot. I am not a conspiracy theorist. I am not a person of doom and gloom at all. Um, I have a lot of faith in the Lord, but I do obey him. I do obey him. And I may not understand why he tells me to do things, but I've just always been like that. I just I just do what he tells me to do, and it takes me to great places. But this is a very, very different place. And and it, it's I sense that it's it's really serious. And so I do want to stress that to you guys. It is a serious time right now. You need to obey him. You need to do exactly what he's telling you to do and not dilly-dally on that. So I obeyed, and uh, I'm hoping you do too. But... What else is going on? There's a lot of misinformation very purposefully being put out from both camps, the white hats and the black hats right now. Um, and it's to confuse the other team so that the truth will be scarce or hard to find, which has been true past month and a half. I mean, you've been feeling like it's been hard to find the truth or even not even wanting to hear any more news. You're just saturated. You don't even care. I'm not going to say you don't care. Overwhelmed is a better word overwhelmed and it's just like oh my gosh you know i'm just tired of hearing all the noise tired of all the noise and but you can't you got to stay informed i do want to encourage you that do try to stay informed with the truthers to find out what the prophets are saying if you're not watching the news the news will overwhelm you but if you're listening to the true prophets i.e uh kent christmas john kilpatrick um cat kerr I, i think she's kind of taking some time off. But those the other two men are really, really strong truthers right now. They're here in the Lord. And so I believe that's going to get you into the place that you need to go in. But don't get discouraged because God is taking you somewhere if you've been obedient. And I also want to tell you too, you know, although it seems like you're on a road to nowhere, 
you've got to take God at his word with the first time he told you to step out. He put a dream in your heart. He gave you an assignment to pursue. And and it seems for some of you, hello, thank you, Holy Spirit. It seems to some of you that that's gone away. Is that not true for you? And God's like, that's those are the demonic realities the enemy's trying to create around you. You need to strike down all demonic realities. Job 36, no, Lamentations 3, 37 to 38. Command them to fall to the ground. Because it's not what the devil says is going to come to pass. It's what God in you says is going to come to pass. So these are the two kingdoms vying for time. Okay, and I know this is getting into high power teaching already. I don't I don't want to get too deep into that because that's layered learning. And these are things that I teach our teams. But you need to be striking down demonic realities over the nation and over your own life. Job 36, 32, Lamentations 3, 37 to 38. And that helps to realign you. Ecclesiastes 3.11, that God aligns you in time. Psalms 31.15, because God says time is mine. So, what you really should be experiencing, actually though, if you've been obedient, this is the good news. This is where the conversation kind of lightens up a little bit. You should be experiencing a lessening of the warfare um, as God has you cross over into glory. It should have started about two days ago. How many of you have been experiencing that to where you have been just kind of like, okay, this is weird. This place is weird, but it doesn't seem to be as stressful as last year, this time last year. How many of you feel like that? I feel like that. So, which is an indicator of your obedience of having entered into safety. And that's a good word. That's a good thing. You want to enter into this place. And, and this is why nothing can touch you once you enter into God's presence. It's also why he wanted all of his sheep to enter into this place. But as we see, three-fourths chose not to. So you can still enter into this place if you didn't listen in past seasons, but it's going to be harder for you because you're going to have to fight your way through the darkness that has crept in around you through major deliverance. That's why he was trying to get you to do it in past seasons. That's right. Strike it down, James Cravino, which is the only thing that's going to get you there is deliverance. That's the only thing that's going to help you catapult up into the spirit. So the fourth thing, what's witchcraft been hitting you with? I've been trying to tell you everything in a nutshell, but I'm going to get very specific here. Um, what are these wonderful people hitting you with? If you are an intercessor, you're probably getting hit with major fatigue. Break it off. Keep trucking. Break it off. Melt the fiery arrows, Exodus 3-2. Trying to bring in disunity or confusion. And ask God to order your prayers, your words, and your steps. Psalms 37-23. Since God has had the obedient enter into the glory, their effects won't have be as strong as it has been in past seasons. Um, hence... You'll be moving into the place where God wants you to be. Hey, Connie, good to see you, man. Good to see you this afternoon. Um, but nothing, the Lord wants you to know too, nothing can hold back a holy God when he decides to take you somewhere. It doesn't matter how much witchcraft is in the atmosphere. 
Time is the Lord's. God says, time is mine. You are entering into the divine. And so if you know how to use the courts of heaven, they're using bogus laws and word weapons without proper authority or jurisdiction, trying to use it to slow you down. Okay. Command all these things to fall to the ground in the court of appeals, in the court of accusation. If God didn't say it, it has to fall to the ground. That's the second heaven courts, by the way. So they don't have any jurisdiction to try to enter into yours at all. It's an unlawful authority. Lamentations 3, 37 to 38. Or if they've twisted the truth, command it to fall to the ground. But they're hitting intercessors with these types of things in the courts. And then they're also hitting you with lethargy and passivity to try to make you disengage. How many of you feel like you've been disengaged or disconnected is a better word. Disconnected from the body. Because it's super subtle. It's super subtle. But the Lord's saying, break it off and ask God to guide your gifts and guide yourself into safety. Psalms 37, 23, which brings us to the topic at hand. Judges 4, 1 through 5, 31, where it talks about Deborah, the storm chaser. Did you know Deborah was a storm chaser? She was a storm chaser during times where nothing made sense. You feel like you're in a storm? You're living in a time where nothing makes sense and the witchcraft is through the roof right now because it, it, it is through the roof. It's intensified. And that's when you need to break that off. That's a fiery arrow. Matter of fact, we melt that with Psalms 104 fire off you. All fiery arrows off everybody here. We take authority over all fiery arrows of witchcraft coming at your faith, belief, trust, confidence, faith, hope, and love. We melt those arrows. Psalms 104 fire. And we ask you, Father, to give them new energy. New energy, Isaiah 40, 31, that those that wait upon the Lord will mount up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not grow faint. But back to Deborah. In Israel's day, if you know anything about Israel, Israel and their society was mainly led through men. And so it was very odd to their people when women leaders were raised up to lead in the land. But it was a time when the Debras were raised by God. And so she, this particular judge rallied God's people to do what God was calling them to do. And honestly, you know, if you want to know the truth about whatever type of vessel God's trying to use, it doesn't matter if it's a male or female. It doesn't matter. God's just trying to get the job done. So we need to get over our cultural mindsets and ideologies that make us try to limit a vessel because of their sex or what have you god will use the most obedient vessel he's looking for obedient vessels in this hour but you know it, it's just like god to select a vessel who's not anything like you've ever seen before quirky people are those who are strong in spirit to get the attention of the masses in order to help his sheep navigate into safer pastures this is what he's all about. It's kind of like right now, because right now, when you're in these transitional places, the time of transition is a real vulnerable place. Did you know that? It's a place where the enemy can pick you off because of subtle attacks. And it's all very, very subtle. I mean, it's hard because they're hitting you with lethargy. They're hitting you with uh, confusion um, and making you think your 